After my election, I was one of five Republicans out of 35 county supervisors. That seems unrealistic, even given the fact that La Crosse County leans a little more Democratic. It's pretty clear evidence that something was going on because this is a 55-45 county. It's 55% Democrat, 45% Republican. So there's no way that it should have ever gotten to a place where there was one Republican for every seven uh, Democrats on the board. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. And this is another episode of Fact Check. The April 5th election for school boards and county boards is fast approaching. Absentee ballots were required to be mailed by March 15th, and those ballots are already showing up in people's mailboxes. These spring elections are called nonpartisan because candidates don't declare a political party. Now, Bill, you've been saying for a long time that these races are not nonpartisan. Now, La Crosse County Democrat Party Chairman William Garcia is kind of at it again with a recent letter to the La Crosse Tribune. He accuses local Republicans of corrupting non-political local races. That must be hyperbole, right? Well, Garcia's claim that these races are non-political is just a whopper of a story because the real story is that local Democrats have been heavily involved in these races for decades. And just at the last county board meeting, Monica Cruz, the Democrat county chairman, was caught on a hot mic. A hot mic is a mic that's on and people don't know it. And she was talking to other Democrats on the board about sending friendship cards out for Sharon Hampson in her race against Gary Podesky. So what is a friendship card? It's where people send a postcard endorsing a candidate to friends of theirs. So it's a marketing piece. It, it's a it's a it's a political uh, piece of uh, literature. Okay, all right. So you know, it, it's just not true that Democrats aren't involved in these races. And one thing I want to point out about Hampson is she was on the board when I was there, and she refused to say the Pledge of Allegiance. I, I just think that's really extreme. What is the truth? Well, Garcia is trying to make a big deal out of the fact that the local Republican Party has offered support to help people running for school boards and county boards. So back in December, we made donations to candidates to help them get started with things like literature uh, to go out and knock doors with. That doesn't mean all of these people are Republicans. And people can go to the lacrossegop.org website to see who we're supporting, who the candidates are, Some of the school board candidates have posted uh, pretty good uh, bios on there. But but you can see who the candidates are that we're supporting. But it says point blank on there that many of these people are not Republicans. They're independents. And so we're supporting them because of their stance on issues. And one of the things Garcia says is he says that this is an example of how Republicans are attempting to corrupt Democratic institutions. Garcia is totally dishonest in these statements. Um, Maybe he doesn't know the history of his party's involvement in these local races. But when I first became a community columnist at the La Crosse Tribune in 2004, the editor at that time, Dick Mile, ran a story on local Dems holding meetings at Steve Doyle's law office and their involvement in local elections. So I was not a member of the Republican Party back then. I I did not join the Republican Party until 2008, and when I was elected vice chairman in 2009, I said, we need to get involved in these local races. The chairman at that time said, nope, 
We can't be involved in those races. They're nonpartisan. Meanwhile, the Dems were eliminating all of the conservative supervisors from the board because there was no support from our side. So in 2010, I ran and I was elected to the third district on the north side of La Crosse. After my election, I was one of five Republicans out of 35 county supervisors. That seems unrealistic, even given the fact that La Crosse County leans a little more Democratic. It's pretty clear evidence that something was going on because this is a 55-45 county. It's 55% Democrat, 45% Republican. So there's no way that it should have ever gotten to a place where there was one Republican for every seven uh, Democrats on the board. And there's some evidence about their involvement in these races. So when I ran uh, for the 3rd District, Congressman Ron Kind sent a endorsement letter for my opponent, and we've posted that letter on our Facebook page, Fact Check WIZM. So become a member of our Facebook page, and you can see the letter, and, uh, and you can participate in the conversation there. And then fast forward to 2020, Rep. Steve Doyle, sends a letter uh, from his assembly desk endorsing Michael White over Kevin Hoyer in the race for the 24th County Supervisor District. So here we have a congressman and a Democrat state assembly rep sending endorsement letters in these local elections. I don't know. It feels like corrupting non-political local races to me. (laughs) Feels that way to me too, Jen. So, you know, it's crazy, but... But this started decades ago. The, the La Crosse County Board was once a conservative-leaning organization, but there's just no question that local Democrats uh, converted it this way. And I had friends on the county board at that time who were conservative Democrat farmers. There were two of them, Don Bina in particular, a Democrat, a conservative Democrat farmer. And he told me that the Democrats had recruited more liberal candidates to run against him, and he had defeated them. So in my mind, there's just no question that this started decades ago. And here we are today where the local Republican Party is finally going to uh, start to support candidates to oppose them. What about Garcia's claim that these candidates you gave money to are handpicked? Well, that's not the case. Uh, I, I will say that I did recruit a number of people to run for office. But there were also a lot of other people because of what's going on in our community right now that that decided to run. So I was doing the same thing that William Garcia was doing. And I have an email from him in which he contacted county board candidates and asked them to answer questions in exchange for endorsement and help with their campaigns. So this is totally hypocritical on his part because he was doing the exact same thing that I did, which was contacting people that we didn't know about to find out where they stood. And so what is the criteria that that we used in the Republican Party? We're concerned about issues. So some of the issues that we're concerned about, we're concerned that the county debts increased from $35 million to over $77 million over the last decade. We'd like to see candidates who are going to be more fiscally responsible. We're concerned that they're going to create a police oversight committee that's going to undermine law enforcement. It's not needed. So the people we're supporting are not in favor of that. And we're also looking for candidates who are going to 
use some of that ARPA money on long-term infrastructure projects. So the rural parts of La Crosse County right now have really bad problems with internet connectivity. So expanding broadband should be a priority. The rural county roads are crumbling. They average a rating of three on a scale from one to 10. And the other problem that we have is that we don't have clean drinking water in the town of Campbell. So why wouldn't we extend lacrosse water into the town of Campbell? And we're not saying they have to spend all of the ARPA money on these projects, but gosh, it just sure seems to make sense to me that, that we would start to do these types of things. So those are the bases of, of how we're deciding which candidates we can support. Elections are coming up. Yeah, well, I would just really encourage people to take an interest in these elections. They have a huge impact on your life. Absentee ballots are arriving as we broadcast this show. Take the time to become an informed voter. Go to lacrossegop.org to learn more about the candidates that we're supporting. You can request an absentee ballot there as well. And be sure to vote on April 5th. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Bill Fian. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. And this was another episode of Fact Check. We invite you to join the conversation on our Facebook group, Fact Check Wisdom with Bill Fian. And you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.